If you're someone who doesn't look at the numbers in your business frequently, you are not alone. But if you really want to know how your business is doing, there are certain numbers that will help you understand what is going on underneath the hood of your business. And what we know is that when you use real data to determine the health of your business, you can stop relying on that feeling and you become a lot more confident that you are making the right decisions for your business. So join me in this episode as I share with you the numbers that I use to help studio owners to determine how healthy their business really is and to help them to make the right decisions for their businesses. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Spring 3 Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and thank you so much for joining me here again today. As I am recording this, it is a beautiful day outside, and we are heading into those summer months, a time where we are often expecting a bit of a slowdown. You know, typically around this time of year, we are thinking about ways to avoid that slowdown and sharing lots of strategies on how to do that. But this year, I think we are going to be in a little bit of a different place. Now that so many studios and studio owners and teachers have their online businesses set up and are able to seamlessly transition their clients from in-person to online sessions, um, and we're going to see that continue to be utilized alongside uh, so many studios opening their doors and the access to the in-person classes and sessions is really starting to ramp up. So I think we're going to see a very different summer to any other summer that we have seen in the past. But what are we looking for to tell us that our businesses are doing well? And honestly, it really comes down to looking at those numbers. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Now, when I start working with a new studio owner uh, or a new client, I should say, one of the first questions I ask them is whether they track their key numbers, otherwise known as their KPIs or key performance indicators. Now, those are the numbers and the reports that I know that you probably want to avoid and probably aren't at the top of your to-do list uh, and, and things that that's something that you, you really look at and enjoy looking at. And know that if that's you, you are not alone. I think one of the challenges we face is that when we pull these reports and we look at these numbers, we're not really sure exactly what they're telling us about their business, about your businesses. And, you know, I totally get it. You know, you're not supposed to know how to read these reports. Your your background and your experience and your knowledge has been in the fitness and the movement world. And 
really no training program really tells us what numbers to look at or what numbers matter to our businesses. And that's why I really want to shed a little bit of light on which are those important numbers for you to focus on in your studio business. Because I know from working with so many studios and from knowing the software that exists out there, the ability to access some of these important numbers varies greatly. Um, and I know that there is often an overwhelm when it comes to numbers as well. There are which ones should we be looking at? What do those numbers mean? Where should those numbers be? Um, there's all sorts of questions that come up. Okay. Now, we know that there are certain numbers, there are accounting numbers uh, that are your revenue, your profit, um, and your expenses. These numbers are the numbers that usually go on your tax return at some point that you might be looking at on a very regular basis. Uh, many studio owners do look at those numbers regularly, and they are fairly helpful. All right. We don't want to ignore those numbers at all. Um, some studio owners, some teachers look purely at their bank balance as the guide or at their payment processing numbers. Um, and that's also a good number to look at. But the problem with some of these numbers is that they are, they tend to be what we call lagging indicators, um, of the performance of your business, which means that they don't really tell us what's going on underneath the hood of the business. Um, and they tend to show a reflection on activities that have happened uh, perhaps months prior versus what isn't happening immediately in the business. Okay. So there are a few other numbers that I really enjoy looking at with studio owners, especially when we start working together that really give me a lot of insight into what's really happening in those businesses. And where as a consultant and a coach, we really want to spend our time to help those studios to really optimize their growth. And these numbers really do give a lot more insight into how your everyday activities are impacting your bottom line. And these numbers, actually, these metrics uh, also enable you to really evaluate changes or evaluate uh, the implementation of certain strategies and whether or not, um, say, a new promotion is successful or a new class being added to the, to the calendar, to the schedule is going to be successful. So these metrics give you a lot of insight and a lot of information about what's happening um, real time inside of your business versus the revenue and the profit numbers that, that tend to be a little bit lagging, a little bit behind, um, as indicators of, of your business health. Okay. So let's dive in and talk about what those numbers are. Now I'm going to start by saying that you are going to be tracking numbers that matter to your business. Okay. So tracking what is important in your business and what you're focused on achieving is key. Then whatever numbers you're tracking may be different to the numbers that other studios are tracking. Um, and those, what you're looking at will really depend on the goals that you set for yourself and the goals that you set for your business, right? Um, as well as that stage of business that you are in. So just for a quick example, if you are a new studio, you're relatively new, you've recently opened, then your major focus is on getting new clients into your studio and onto your schedule. And so you're going to be tracking new clients. You're going to be tracking new client inquiries and how many of those convert into becoming your clients. That's going to be your single biggest focus 
as a new business. Now, if you have a studio that has been in business for a long time, a more mature business, a studio that's been open for a long time, you're going to be focused, yes, on getting new clients in, of course, right? But you are also going to be focused on perhaps improving retention. So you're going to be looking at the long-term engagement of your clients. You're going to be looking at the average spend. You're going to be looking at their attendance and some of these other numbers that indicate uh, where in that sort of customer journey or in that marketing funnel, uh, your attention may be needed. Now, that said, there are a few key numbers that really matter across the board and a few key numbers that I have all of my clients track to determine the health of the business and to find out what what is is working and what isn't. So a lot of these numbers will be very easily accessible to you from the booking system or booking software that you use. Um, Some of them may not be. You might have to do a little bit of extra math or a little bit of extra digging to find some of these numbers. but some of your reporting systems inside of your, your, your booking software will be able to give you this data very, very easily and very, very quickly. All right. So let's start with the big number. And that is your sales number. This is your top line big number. All right. Total sales, total sales, what the total income from whatever it is you have sold each month. Now, that's your big, big line revenue number as well. Um, that's what it's referred to. Okay. Total sales, revenue, income, that sort of thing. It's kind of, they all kind of mean the same thing, but it all means how much have you sold? What has, how many dollars has come into your business from selling, uh, packages and memberships and, um, and so on. Now that's great. That top line big number. That's one of those things. Yes. We definitely want to be on our radar of the things that we're looking at, but it doesn't really give us a whole lot of insight into where people are really spending their money or what is actually being sold. So we want to break down that number and find out what service, what product, or what pricing option is the biggest revenue generator for your business. So you want to zero in on what your biggest sales, your biggest revenue generating categories are and what it is that works well in your business, what really sells. Once you know this, this helps you to figure out where there might be room for improving your sales uh, process. There might be room for adjusting your pricing, and it might also be room for perhaps simplifying some of your offerings. Okay. It also helps to track this um, on a monthly basis and on an annual basis to see what might have changed from one year to the next and to see perhaps what changes you might need to make to some of your pricing structures or to perhaps the way that you offer your services. Okay. So we want to take that top line revenue number. We want to take that top line sales number and we want to figure out from there what is actually being bought by your clients underneath that. Okay. Now, the second sort of most important number that I really believe every single studio should be tracking is your new client numbers. So the first visit or the new client number. So let's say one of your goals for this year is to bring new clients into your business. And if you're like 99.999% of the studios that I work with, this is 100% up there on your top list of goals for this year. So you are going to want to know how many new clients you're getting each month, okay? Which is super duper important, but we don't want to stop there. 
we want to also look into what is happening after that new client visits. Okay. So we're tracking how many new clients come into your business, but then we kind of want to follow them on their journey in your business and look at perhaps how many times they visited in a certain period of time. What did they buy after their first visit? Or perhaps they didn't buy anything. And that's a big red flag, right? (laughs) Or we want to perhaps think about how many intro offers were sold as a result of those new clients coming through the door. So when people come in through the door as a new client, are they doing a drop-in? Are they buying your intro offer? Are they buying a package immediately? Or perhaps they're not buying anything at all. Knowing this information is really helpful for understanding that sales process to understand whether or not your introductory pricing is working and what type of client experience those new clients are having when they come into your studio. And once you get some of this insight, you can make a lot of changes or perhaps not many changes, depending on what the data tells you, but you can make some changes and you'll know where to make those changes that will really have an impact on your numbers. And if you're tracking those numbers, you will see that impact to take place. Now, I also like to have my studio owners track attendance. Okay. Attendance looks like, um, how many total paid visits your clients have in your business. If you have classes, it looks like how many classes they attend. If you offer private sessions, it's how many private sessions that your clients attend. Um, and I also like to look at the average visits per week. You know, it's always kind of funny because I spend a bit of time, um, you know, working with my, my studio owners, um, when we first start working together and we talk about, you know, how often their clients come. And it's very rare that I meet a studio owner that knows all of these numbers on day one. We do tend to have to work on these numbers together to figure them out and to pull them out of their systems. But I will always ask my studio owners and my teachers, you know, how often do you think your clients come on average? And we always, always, always um, assume that clients are coming more often than they actually are. So I will tell you that most studio and teachers tell me that their clients come at least twice a week, or they come at least, you know, at least, you know, six times a month, say, or at least eight times a month. And you know, when we look at the numbers and we look at the data, it's often much lower. And that's really insightful and kind of a bit of a shock to the system because when you see the data come back and it's not what you expect, you realize that perhaps there is an opportunity there. And I always look at it that way. I'm not, I'm never downhearted about getting data that isn't where we want it to be because once we have the data, we can figure out where we need to focus for those numbers to perhaps trend in a more positive direction. So it gives us actually opportunities in our business. Now, these attendance numbers especially tell us a lot about our clients' behavior and give a lot of insight into what is and isn't being purchased, how often they attend, and which classes they really love to come to. So that sort of data is really helpful if you're looking to make changes to your schedule, perhaps to add more classes, um, and perhaps understanding which teachers and classes are most popular. So a lot of information, a lot of data there that will help you to make some really important decisions in your business. Now, one of the most important metrics that I like to focus on is retention, because what we know is that it costs at least five times more to get a new client than it does to retain an existing client. 
And we also know that a loyal client base means a more stable and more sustainable revenue numbers, right? We know that if you have a client base that is very consistent, that is loyal to your business, they are more consistent with their practice, with their visits, they are going to come more consistently, which means that those revenue numbers, the sales numbers, they become more consistent as well. And that means that you can start to expect your numbers to be a certain level. So we like to track retention because it tells us how sticky those clients are. It tells us whether or not our clients that we think are sticking around are actually really sticking around, right? So knowing your retention rates will help you to perhaps refine how you interact and engage with your clients on an ongoing basis. Um, it may also help to inform you about how you can work with new clients and nurture that new client relationship and perhaps figure out where there might be some gaps in the onboarding process of new clients. Okay. It will also help you to perhaps develop a strategy to capture and to keep and to the, you know, retain those clients at a critical point in that journey before they perhaps drop off. So you want to make sure that you are focused on having at least 50% year-over-year retention on an annual basis for class-based businesses. And for my session-based businesses, I tend to see a lot higher numbers. It typically runs 80, 85, or 90% year-over-year retention. So we want to make sure that we are focused on keeping people in our business, which means that we have to find ways to continue to nurture them on an ongoing, on a long-term basis. Now, what I found is that often those class-based businesses, especially, there's a lot of um, attrition. There's a much, much lower retention number. Um, and especially if you've got, perhaps you're in a place where you get a lot of out-of-town visitors or you run a lot of workshops, you know, you will need to take into those account the fact that some of your data might be a little bit skewed. Um, but generally speaking, I see that for class-based businesses, the retention is often a little bit lower. For session-based businesses, for say Pilates studios that only offer one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions, you know, the retention is typically around 80%. I like it to be a little closer to 90, but we, you know, depending on the side of the studio, um, all these numbers tend to sort of vary. And that's what I look at as well. And it's important to take that into consideration. Like I said in the beginning, you know, we, we set our goals uh, based on what our goals are for our business. And every single studio and every single business has a different vision um, and a different direction they're heading and a different uh, reason why they do what they do and a different um, intention for their business. And so whatever goals we're setting for the business from a numbers perspective will reflect the goals you have sort of long-term for the business, right? So I, we always take that in, into consideration when we're looking at the numbers and reviewing the numbers as well, because sometimes the numbers aren't an indicator of success 100% of the time, all right? The last thing that I love to track when I'm working with studios is knowing where you're getting your new clients from. So we know, especially in the Pilates world, that word of mouth marketing is pretty important. Um, and so we'll want to make sure that we know which of those amazing long-term loyal clients are sending new folks your way. So we want to know where your new clients are coming from so that we know which of your marketing efforts are working or which clients we need to perhaps extend a very special thank you to for sending new clients 
your way. Um, we also want to make sure that we know perhaps if you are doing some advertising in certain places, if you're, especially if you're spending money on advertising, um, you want to make sure that that is paying you back in your business. So tracking how you're getting new clients and how they found you will help you to figure out whether or not that spend or that investment in advertising is worth the money. Okay. So we definitely want to be tracking those referrals as well. All right. So there you have it. I know it's not always fun to, uh, to dive into the booking software and run and analyze these reports. I mean, I really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm very happy and excited to look at these numbers. Um, but I promise that if you take the time to review them on a regular basis, these numbers will give you the data that you need to, to learn and to discover and to understand your business and also to find out where those opportunities are to perhaps refine and optimize further. And it also makes sure that you are focused on the parts of your business that need your attention and that will really make a difference to your long-term success and your long-term goals. Now, it's not, like I said, it's not just about those numbers, right? It's not just about what those reports are telling you. We need to also look at them in the context of your business and your goals. So it's also about having that awareness as well. The act of perhaps bringing your goals into your current consciousness, just that act alone will really help you to make progress. Counting and measuring and tracking is that system that supports success. Okay. Counting, measuring and tracking is the system that supports success. And it really creates a commitment to show up and become aware of your goals each week or each month. And, you know, seeing those trends is just really interesting too. It gives you the ability to be able to manage the seasonality, to be proactive about managing that seasonality and perhaps to plan for the busy times and also for the not so busy times. So as you can perhaps tell, I'm really, really enthusiastic about you checking your numbers and looking at that data on a regular basis. I think you, you definitely want to be looking at these numbers on a monthly basis, um, but you may want to track your numbers on a more frequent basis, depending on what is going on in your business. Now, I hope this was super helpful to you as you continue to build and as you continue to grow your boutique fitness business. And I'm here to help answer your questions. So I know I've thrown a whole ton at you today. Um, you might want to go back and listen again and take some notes. Um, but if you've got questions, please, please, please do get in touch. You can contact me via my site, spring3.com, and you can pop into the show notes and um, find all of that details inside of there as well. But for now, I am heading back out into the sunshine and I'll be back next week with more great business building tips and insights. Okay. But if you enjoy this episode today, don't forget to like, to rate and subscribe to the podcast. I would really appreciate that. I'll see you next time. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Music.